Devin White responds to criticism about his play from media and a Buccaneers legend, and it's now or never for the Buccaneers to bounce back and go on a run to stay in the playoff hunt in the NFC. We tell you exactly what needs to be done in order for the Bucs to come away victorious on Sunday. Let's go. You are Locked On Buccaneers, your daily Tampa Bay Buccaneers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up and welcome to the Locked On Bucks podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We are your daily podcast covering the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, free and available on all platforms, including YouTube, and we thank you making us your first listen or view of the day. I am James Yarko, joined by my co-host, finally reunited, Mr. David Harrison. You can check out all of his work over at Sports Illustrated's BucksGameDay.com. Check me out over at SBNation'sBucksNation.com. And, of course, you can follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JayYarko underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. And we do thank you again for making this first listener, your first view of the day. This episode brought to you by Bet Online, who has you covered more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. We're going to talk about what we're confident in and what we're concerned about this weekend as the Buccaneers host the Los Angeles Rams, two of the worst recent Super Bowl winning teams in recent memory. Lies. But first, the Devin White drama continued it into does. Thursday. Started last Thursday, continued into this Thursday, or this most recent Thursday. Uh, and Devin, after refusing to talk to the media on Wednesday, which um, he's allowed to do on Wednesday, but eventually has to talk to the media because that's part of the job, um, did speak to the media. And, of course, he was asked about the comments James that Warren Sapp made on his Instagram page where he said he would rip the C from Devin White's chest due to his lack of effort on a very key play where a Baltimore Ravens ball carrier, receiver, catcher, whatever it was, was able to escape down the sideline while Devin White so visibly jogged during the play, I think is the best way to uh, explain it. Anyway, uh, video ver- courtesy of Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times at Stroud NFL. He posted on Twitter. Let's hear Mr. White's answer. I don't got no response to that. Uh, I mean, people that know football know what was going on. You know, uh, I was on the far side of the field on our sideline just for my coverage and a play happened on the other on their sideline i took off running you know obviously i wouldn't run the fastest over there but i mean my teammates know what's going on you know what what, is, what, what comes with me with on the field and effort so i mean it really ain't no response on that man uh salute to him you know he did a great job he won a super bowl here and it's a uh, freedom of speech he can say what he want to say so I now mean, respect him all right james so that was devin white Former first-round draft pick, team captain. $100 million. NFC Defensive Player of the Month for the month of September 2022. Get live, 45. What is your take? I was really disappointed in his play on Thursday, and I agreed with pretty much everything that you said following the game. I agreed with a lot of the criticism that came his way. Um, I think his answer is somewhat telling at the same time it was a little bit dismissive and i don't know i guess you expect more from your captain right you know you expect him to own it you expect him to talk about you know needing to be better needing to be, go 100 percent all the time every play uh i i still agree i think you've mentioned it i know for sure evan klosky's mentioned it i think todd bowles 
guys resting on their Super Bowl laurels comment was directed at Devin White. But I will say this. He did respond to Greg tweeting about this particular moment uh, that Stroud had the video of. Uh, you know, Greg Allman tweeted it out and Devin White responded to Allman. And he said, quote, let's dead this, Greg. The play happened, bro. I play a lot of snaps and I'm in chase mode 24-7. I got a little more fatigue than normal because of that long series, but I got to be way better for my teammates. And that's what I meant by my teammates. No, I apologized. Tom Brady also retweeted that tweet and said, it's going to take all of us. We got you at Devin White underscore 40, which of course is Devin White's handle. So it sounds to me like he did own up to it, but he owned up to it to the people that he feels matters to him owning it up to the media doesn't doesn't matter he owed up to his teammates apologized to his teammates his teammates have his back i just hope that this was kind of a wake-up call dude won nfc defensive player of the month for september and it's yeah. been a downhill you know slide since then i hope this is kind of that catalyst every every season has that moment at least yeah. every storied season where you yeah. look back and you say that was the moment and maybe this is what that is for Devin White, and that helps spark the defense. Yeah, Devin White getting called out for being a liar and then apologizing for lying is going to be the moment that brings this team together. Look, it could happen, but bottom line is Devin White got caught in his own lie, and and that's what this this story is really about. Look, if 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 being upfront with the media doesn't matter, then getting angry at the media when they go in on you with criticism doesn't make sense. Absolutely. Honestly. And, and that's where I have an issue with this whole thing because Devin White, first and foremost, when the Buccaneers were winning, right? When they were winning games, they had a winning record when they were top of the NFC South because they earned it. Devin White's talk was still louder than his play. And we mentioned that on this very show. Like our, our conversation of Devin White's talk being louder than his play is not new. It's not recent. It's not as of Thursday night against Baltimore Ravens. This is something we've talked about this season consistently because it's been this way for a while now talking about being bored against the Atlanta Falcons talk about Jameis Winston how you knew he was going to turn the ball over like we got it you know what I mean and some of it's funny I get it I understand it and for a fan base absolutely laugh it up that's you're a fan you're allowed to do that but as a team captain that's different and then this is exactly what I was worried about when we were talking about this and exactly what's happened and then you're caught doing what you were doing on that field. And let's be honest, and, and I know we're all focusing on one play. That wasn't the only play, guys. Mm -hmm. That wasn't the only play that Devin White had an issue, okay? But then Todd Bowles comes out and says, I have no issue with what Devin White did. No, that's BS. You absolutely have an issue with what Devin White did. You just don't want to say it publicly. But there's a better way to handle that than lying to the media. Then Devin White doesn't want to talk to media. Devin White says, no, I ain't got nothing to say about it. Then somebody reminds him, hey, if you don't talk to the media this week, you're going to get fined, right? Go back to Marshawn Lynch. I'm just here so I don't get fined. What does that mean? You have to talk to the media. And if you're a captain, you need to talk to the media, especially when things are not going well. I was having this conversation with a, a couple friends of mine in a group DM, and I, and I wrote something that I want to read to everybody, not because I want to quote myself, but because I don't think I can put it any better than this, James. I'll let you, I want to know what you think of this. Here's what I wrote to them about Devin before all the conversations happened on Thursday. Anyone can lead when everything is going well. Real leaders know how to struggle and don't shy away from being the face of failure because they want to be the voice that brings solution. Baseball, football, military, business, don't care. It's all the same. 
Leadership looks different sometimes, but it's all rooted in the same soil. Blood shed will rot the weeds and solidify the oak. Devin is a weed, and there's only one thing you can do with a weed. Now, I'm not talking about physically getting rid of Devin White, but just like we talked about with other things, this has got to change. This version of Devin White has to go away. Not necessarily Devin White, the physical person, but this version of Devin White has to go away. I'm going to put this as bluntly as I can. This dude needs to grow up. You knew what they wanted to talk to you about on Wednesday, and you said, no, thank you. And then someone, most likely in the PR department, came to you and said, you have to talk to the media, bro. So you knew you were going to talk to the media on Thursday. You knew what they were going to ask you about, and you said, I was on the other side of the field. No, you weren't. I ran towards the play. No, you didn't. My teammates know what I bring to the field. They know what you brought to the field. What you brought to the field that day was garbage. It was absolute trash. And then you lied to the media. You lied straight to their face. Greg Allman tweeted that quote, not because he needed to call Devin White out, because he knew that all of the film warriors out there in the fan base, that all the media members who watch tape and watch the replays and all the Warren Saps of the world would call him out for him. And that's why Devin said, let's dead this. I apologize to my teammates. If you apologize to your teammates, it's because you had a reason to apologize. And it's not because you were on the opposite side of the field. It's because you you laid off on that play. And if you apologize to your pe- teammates, it means you messed up and your head coach had damn sure have a problem with it, which means he lied to the media. The problem with this Buccaneers team is that they're not being honest about what is happening with this Buccaneers team. Yeah, I I find it hard to argue with any of your points. You know, you, you take a look at Devin White, the player, and he can be the best player on a football field on any given Sunday. But as you pointed out, this version of Devin White is not helping. But you know what else could be really great? Prediction Strike. Our friends at Prediction Strike. More on Devin White coming up. But right now we're going to talk Prediction Strike, the world's first sports stock market. I wonder which direction Devin White's stock is going in right now. You can invest in professional athletes just like stocks. It's a lower risk alternative to sports betting and athlete prices move based on performance and supply and demand. If you invested in Jalen Hurts one year ago, you'd be up 48.2%. Percent. If you invested in him two weeks ago, like I did, you're still up, just not quite as impressively. If you invested in the Bucks offense, you're probably hurting right now and looking for a big game to raise those share values. And you can do that with Prediction Strike. You can also invest in other sports like UFC, NBA, Major League Baseball. I have stock in Jamal Murray of the Never Nuggets. That's not doing so well for me right now. Everyone knows you should be investing, but why not invest in what you actually know as a football fan? Download the Prediction Strike Strike app. Download the Prediction Strike app and use the code LOCKED for a free share when you sign up and make a first deposit of $20 or more. That's promo code LOCKED for a special one-time giveaway. Plus, Prediction Strike is going to choose one person who signs up with the code LOCKED and make a deposit to win 100 free random shares. Those shares could be quarterback Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, which would be worth up to $3,000 if you were the lucky recipient of those. So make sure you invest in what you know. Use the promo code LOCKED at Prediction Strike, the stock market, for sports can we pause the pod for a second are, are we are we paused great because you got to try this and i'm talking about built bars new reimagined flavors we're talking cookie dough topper coconut brownie bar coconut brownie topper and for those of you in the holiday spirit white chocolate peppermint granola it's yes, built take on the granola bar so it's more filling and still insanely tasty and the candy cane brownie puff built puffs are like biting into the universe's most delicious cloud 
That's what it is. It's, it is a treat for all the senses. They're revolutionizing nutrition as we know it with 100% real chocolate, 17 grams of protein, and shockingly low sugar and calories, 130 calories. Get 15% off your order right now by using code LOCKEDON15. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N number one, number five at built.com. Thanks again for bringing the Locked On Bucks podcast. First listen every single day. Also, make sure to check out NFL Key Predictions every Friday on Locked On NFL. Experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the week, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from Bet Online, available on YouTube, Odyssey, or wherever you get podcasts. We will have our bold predictions and players of the game coming up in our next segment. But first, we're going to talk about what we're confident in and what we're concerned about. James Yarko, as I try to figure out my English-speaking abilities and find them once again, please tell the good people what you're confident in. It, it happens to the best of us, David. Uh, I was having issues with it before we started recording, so I guess I just transferred to it. You know, Trent, see, there we go. Transferred it to you, and then I just got it back. I am confident in the fact that the Buccaneers' defense is going to return to early season form. The Rams are the second-worst run offense in the NFL. The only team worse than them is Tampa Bay. So we are going to have quite the battle between Leonard Fournette and Daryl Henderson to figure out who sucks more. And uh, my money's on Lenny to win. Is that the right phrasing? I, I think Leonard I'm pretty Fournette sure you just said Leonard Fournette sucks worse than the Rams rushing offense. I, I was rephrasing. Leonard Fournette will outperform Daryl Henderson. That is what I'm trying to say. I'm confident in that. But, but will he uh, outperform Rashad White? More on that later. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams, as an offense, are averaging under 300 yards per game. They currently have a negative five turnover differential thanks to Stafford's eight interceptions, which is one more than he has touchdown passes this season. And the Rams are averaging under 17 points per game. Stafford has been sacked 24 times. And even though the Buccaneers don't have a takeaway since the Kansas City Chiefs game, there's still a plus two in turnover differential on the season. Stafford loves to give up the football this year. The Buccaneers are going to be able to find a way to finally start getting some takeaways. They are going to be able to get to Matthew Stafford, and I think we're going to see a performance similar to the one that we saw, maybe not quite as explosive as the one against the Saints, but if we can get the Dallas game defense back in this one, I think it's going to start a run here for the Buccaneers. Yeah, I am most confident in the power of bruised egos, and uh, some feelings have been hurt. Devin White's feelings have been hurt. You heard and Mike. Mike Evans, I think, has no interest in returning to losing with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Levante David, who was actually putting in effort in that play in question, has no interest in losing. And, and that's the thing that I'll say is that there are a lot of people on this team who are still putting in the effort and coming up short. And I, and I think the power of bruised egos is going to work in the Buccaneers' benefits this weekend. That's really the best way uh, that I can say it is that you know, at the end of the day, look, the tweets, the retweets, they're not going to matter. And and I certainly hope that behind the scenes, when Tom Brady is retweeting Devin White saying, hey, we have your back. He's just trying to help out a young player in the court of public opinion, which does not affect the final score 
and but behind the scenes there are group texts or phone calls or facetimes happening um where actual leaders are developing young leaders into real leaders and that is going to develop into a winning effort on sunday yeah i mean it's darkest before the dawn right these guys have been you know came in with championship aspirations and they've been kind of smacked around a little bit and you're right it's there there is a a powerful internal component to to facing that level of adversity i'll tell you what i'm concerned about and that is what every bucks fan is concerned about aaron donald and the Rams pass rush last year against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when this offensive line was actually good. Uh, Aaron Donald, two sacks, three tackles for loss, four quarterback hits, eight tackles. This season, he's got four sacks, seven tackles for loss, six quarterback hits. Like Aaron Donald is still Aaron Donald. And this offensive line is nowhere near as good as it was when they faced Aaron Donald last year. So getting that interior pass rush, if they focus all their energy and all their resources and triple team Aaron Donald, guess what? The Rams can generate pass rush elsewhere. They have 24 sacks as a team on the season. So it's very concerning when we've seen how the internal clock of Tom Brady has been sped up because of the lack of protection when you're going up against a team that can generate interior pass rush, exterior pass rush, and create opportunities to get after the quarterback, it, it could make for a long day for Tom Brady. It really, really could, which leads me to my concern, which is that the egos aren't bruised enough yet. Yikes. Because what I heard from Devin White was excuses. They were lies, and they were excuses. And I see frustration with the media calling him out. And that's kind of the other part of this whole whole crux. And look, I don't have this isn't like a you lied to the media type of, of thing. Okay. This is just you lied, period. Like you're not taking accountability for what you're saying um, or what you're doing on the field. And again, when you don't tell people that are telling the stories the information, that's fine. But you leave no choice but to make assumptions or trust your own eyes. And that's exactly what is happening out there. Um, honestly, look, if, if Todd Bowles comes out the very first press conference and says, we had some issues on the field, not just with Devin, but with other people, we've got to address them and we're going to address them. And then the very first press conference is yes, including Devin white, people made mistakes. People didn't play their hardest at all times. Those things have been addressed eternally. Those who owe retribution to their teammates understand it and they will do it this weekend. This whole thing would have gone over a lot less dramatic. Let's, let's just be clear about that. And what that shows me is that people are still reaching for excuses. And if you're still reaching for excuses, the whole it gets darkest before the dawn means it ain't dark enough yet. There's yeah. still some clouds rolling in. There's still some light to get blocked. And that could potentially mean another loss to another team that on paper you would say, well, it's the Rams. Well, it's the Rams who are three and four. The last two Super Bowl winners are combined six and nine. Nice. These are two very bad teams right now. And if you lose to another bad team, maybe then you hit rock bottom. But to me, James, while we're sitting here saying this is a team that just needs to make the tournament, a la LeBron James Lakers, it looks to me like inside the locker room, they said the same thing. Guys, we just need to make the tournament. And when you're the actual competitor in the arena, that's a huge problem. It's okay for Lockdown Bucks to say, guys, they just need to make the tournament. It's not okay for Tom Brady and Devin White to say it, though, if that is, in fact, what's being said. Well, 
a loss on Sunday could mean the end of what was supposed to be a very promising season for the Buccaneers. It could also mean one and done for Todd Bowles, which would be a real interesting move. But if that happens, it means Todd Bowles is going to be looking for a job. And these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. I got a great catering chef job thanks to finding their listing on LinkedIn Jobs and my LinkedIn profile matched their candidate search. Add your job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Wrapping things up here on a Friday edition of the Locked On Bucks podcast. And David, let's get weird. Let's get psychic. Let's get bold. It's prediction time, and we're going to start things off with those bold predictions. I told you all I am confident in the fact that this Buccaneers defense is going to return to early season form. So my bold prediction in this one, they are going to get the double, double hat trick. Three sacks, three takeaways against the Los Angeles Rams on Sunday. That's two threes. It is two threes, and MJ. it's also... It's also Tom Brady's 2-3 season. Each member of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers front seven is getting a sack. That is my prediction. The starting That's front seven is getting a sack against so a Los Angeles Rams team that I heard is giving up a lot of sacks. They are. That is my bold prediction, including my player of the game, which is Devin White. After everything that I've just said about Devin, uh, let's be honest here. When Devin is loafing, it hurts the defense. When Devin is electric, it helps the defense. And if Devin White really wants to apologize to a team, his teammates, he needs to do it with his play. And I'm sure he knows that because there's a reason he was successful in college. There's a reason he had success in the National Football League. Um, where Devin goes, this defense will go, honestly, from an energy standpoint. So I look for Devin White to be the catalyst of either another subpar performance because if my concern comes true and he hasn't hit rock bottom yet from an ego standpoint and he continues to go out there with the lack of effort and lack of concentration and blown plays that we've seen so far this season, then the defense is going to go with him. But if he steps it up and if he takes that step towards being the linebacker, we know he can be, then the defense will go with him as well and the Buccaneers will have a very good afternoon. I like that. I like that a lot. And I I said it with Evan, uh, you know, I, I think we're going to see a bounce back from Devin White. I do think he is starting to take some of this stuff personally, and he is going to be on a mission to prove that he is the linebacker that we've seen over the course of the last couple of years. My only concern is that he's going to try to overdo it, which will lead yeah. to some mistakes. And then we'll have, we'll have people on uh, on the tweeters talking about how, oh, there he goes again. He's blown a coverage. He overpursued. He missed a tackle. 
uh, you know, and it's right back to to square one. My mm-hmm. player of the game is one Michael Lynn Evans. The guy owns Jalen Ramsey. I don't know why he he struggles against Marshawn Lattimore, and then he goes out there and makes Jalen Ramsey look like just an absolute fool. Last year in two games against the Rams, Mike Evans had 16 receptions for 225 yards and a touchdown. Big day coming for one Mike Evans. I'm uh, I'm real excited to see what he does. Um, David, thanks to uh, to our friends over at Bet Online. Net. Let's take a look at a couple of other games before we make our picks for the Bucks and the Rams. I deleted last week's picks, so I don't remember how we did on those. But Not good. Yeah, given the way that we've both been this season, I'm assuming we didn't do great. Let's take a look at, uh, at this week's slate that we have here. The Buffalo Bills minus 11 and a half at the New York Jets. I'm going to take the Jets against the spread, but the Bills on the money line. I will take the Bills with the 11 and a half points. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't blame you if you do it. I just think the NFL is too good at parody for that to happen. Um, Chargers favored by three visiting the first place NFC South Atlanta Falcons. See, and I put this one in here because what does Vegas know? There is no reason that the Chargers should only be a three-point favorite against the Atlanta Falcons. It yeah. almost makes me want to make this an upset, but I, I got to go with the Chargers. Even without Keenan Allen. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, the Chargers haven't done well, honestly. But well, Can they, I just say, go back to preseason? Yeah. How many I, times did we talk about the Chargers and Justin Herbert specifically being handed a whole lot of hype that they hadn't earned yet? I mean, the AFC West as a whole was handed a whole lot of hype that they did not deserve. (laughs) I mean, valid. That's valid. Um, I'm also taking the Chargers. Speaking of the AFC West and hype, Las Vegas Raiders, who uh, are favored by more points than they have wins. One and a half point favorites against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, This is the James Yarko upset special. I'm taking the Jaguars. They're going to win this game. The Jaguars have been competitive in what seems like really an upset special, though, when it's one and a half points and it's the Raiders on the road. Yeah, it's still I'm taking the Raiders. Baltimore Ravens by two and a half against the New Orleans Saints. I'll take the Ravens and the points. I'm all aboard the bus bus and the points as well. Tampa Bay Buccaneers favored by two and a half points against the Los Angeles Rams. James Jarko, you already predicted this game, and that was a score of 27 to 24. And I, this is what I like about this. (laughs) I want everybody still watching the episode at this time. And I want you to pause it. I want you to go down to the comments. Well, if you pause it, you didn't hear me say this. So don't pause it. Unpause it. Go down to the comments. Because everybody talking about how much I hate Devin White and I'm down about this Buccaneers team did not watch up to this point. And therefore, you are a better Bucs fan than they are. Buccaneers 31, Rams 17. Bucks are going to bounce back in a very big way and put a whooping on the Los Angeles Rams. And for just the second time this season, break 30 points. The only other time they did it was in a loss. (laughs) This season is drunk. It makes no sense, and I hate it. All right. And the Commanders are going to win four straight. That's that's 2022. Uh, Who do the Commanders have this week? Vikings. Oh, no. Vikings by double digits. 
We'll see. We'll, re- we'll revisit that. I'm sure I you- did actually predict the Vikings to win, but we'll see what actually happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are going to get out of here. Thank you again for making Locked On Bucks your first listen or view of the day. Make sure you are checking out all of the biggest headlines in all the sports on Locked On Sports Today, available on YouTube and wherever you are listening to this podcast. Reactions following the game, you know what to do. Give us a call at 813-444-5841. Check out what David's doing over at BucksGameDay.com. Check out what I'm doing over at BucksNation.com. Follow everything on Twitter at LockedOnBucks, at JRCO underscore Bucks, and at DHarrison82. Hope you all have an absolutely outstanding weekend. Stay safe, stay healthy. Good luck to my son who is playing in the Super Bowl on Sunday with the sixth grade team. Shout out to them. Let's go, we Vikes. Fire those cannons. We thank you so much for joining us right here at Lockdown Bucks.